the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Just open up your eyes and join me Cause I've been living in the sunshine Having such a nice time Sipping ice coffee as the world dressed by me Living in the sunshine Having such a nice time No, oh, oh, ooh, la, 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 la I won't let the stresses in the world You know what? live in San Diego and we have great news around here. Well, it's great news every day aside from the fact that we are in the autumn season. It's fall. It's supposed to be 89 degrees today. Yeah, I'm right in the middle of October, but that's not what I'm celebrating about. I'm just rubbing that in for my East Coast friends that might have to buy new shovels and new plows and things like that. But anyway, nonetheless, we have Victory in San Diego. I already said the sunshine, right? I don't want to rub that in. Okay, so, yeah, we had a big win in San Diego. A big win. W-I-N. Say it with me, because if you're not a San Diego Padres fan, I want to rub it in for about 20 seconds. Now, here's the irony. Although I'm a native of San Diego, my team is the Atlanta Braves. Okay, Steve, yeah, you get it. But nonetheless... I still love victory in the atmosphere. I grew up going to the Padres games with my grandpa, and it was fun. All I knew is I wanted the team to win, and that was the case for the Padres. They won. They won. I didn't really care at that moment that it wasn't my team. I just was happy that a team won, a team that has an association with me. Well, who am I? Yeah, for those of you that don't know, you're listening to One of 100 with Lil Frank Carroll. And those of you that do know, you know because you listen regularly. And you also know that my job here is not to tell you how to live, how to be, how to do, but how to manage, survive, and maintain. First of all, who? You know who. You. Yeah, yourself. Because if you don't manage and survive and maintain, you Um, it's not going to work out. What's that? The caregiving stuff. The caregiving stuff won't work out for you because why? Well, primarily because uh, there won't be any care to give to anybody. I mean, I remember getting my first pet. It was a fish. How convenient, right, Mom? Thanks. Yeah, you know, pretty easy. And she even told me then. I was five. This is a very low-maintenance pet, Lorraine, and she gave me the big speech and all of my job duties. I was five. I didn't care. I wanted a fish. I got a fish. And, yeah, it was a goldfish. The next one was a black molly. I wasn't as excited. Uh, Yeah, because goldfish just, to me, were orange and bright, and I just liked that idea. So, anyway, when I looked at the fish, all I saw was boring. I was like, they're trapped they they can't get out and play because it was only one fish. And it reminded me of my own childhood. I was an only child. And that's where I began to relate to the fish. Hmm. Okay. I, I see now. We have some things in common here. So it's easy 
to have some things in common with people that you're associated with on a regular basis. So what does that mean? Sometimes when you're a caregiver, it's easy to get pulled into the trap of what? Depression. Mm-hmm. Caregiving can make you depressed. It really can, especially if the person you're caring for is bedridden or if they got bad news or if they just don't look excited and you're around them anywhere from like three to 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Even if you're asleep, it's the environment. That's what it is. So caregivers, what are you supposed to do? Is it your job too to also create the environment? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, another job duty. Ugh, another task. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, because it's all about perspective. It's all about how you look at it. Remember, we've talked about that perspective, spectre. That's the Latin. That's the old school Latin to look around. You know that. Spectate. You got it. Look around. Look at things around you. Have you opened the windows like lately? In the room? Well, they can't have um, fresh air because it makes them cough. Did you ask the doctor or are you being doctor caregiver? Check on that before you start making assertions, assumptions, insinuations um, that don't belong. Check with the doctor. I love my mom's doctor. Um, I get to just type a note. Within 48 hours, I get a response. I take advantage of technology. Remember the days when you had to just wait until you went to see the doctor? I, even with my own healthcare system, can text a request and they text me the answer. What? I live in the Jetsons technology. I didn't think it could happen to me. I thought that was so far fetched when I was growing up. Anyway, we're here now. Take advantage of technology. Don't assume, ask. I used to get in trouble for not asking and not the way that you might think. See, I wasn't the kid that would just go do it in a sense of rebellion. It being what I was told not to do or what I shouldn't do. But I was the kid that would just wait to see because I was in more of an anticipation of optimism that everything was going to be perky and great and fine and wonderful One of my aunts called me um, Pollyanna. I had no idea who she was at the time, but I get it now, Auntie Joyce. Thanks. So what would happen is my mom would say to me after the fact, Lorraine, all you had to do was ask. Oh, I didn't think about it. Many times caregivers, you don't think about asking. This was one of those weeks when I had to tell a lot of people who asked me, hey, do you need some help? What is my mantra? You never turn down help. Are you crazy? Uh, Yes, of course. Absolutely. Remember, I told you, practice your yes answers. They don't have to be the Y-E-S. They can be sure. Of course. That would be nice. Whatever works for you, create your own language. But in your soul, down on the inside, you need to say yes and receive the help. Accept the help. Want the help. Because, see, when you're over there bitter, complaining, griping, moaning, groaning, yeah, of how hard it is, oh, the suffering way, uh, I have to go through this all by myself. Well, that's my case, so I've had to say that many days, Um, yeah. Um, uh, well, when the help comes, 
You turn it away? What in the world is wrong with you? You know what it is. It's called pride. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You don't have to say it and you don't have to admit it, but you won't get help. The sooner you admit that it's pride, the sooner you can receive the help. Some people would say, take your pride off of the shelf and put it down. And all these little expressions when I was growing up, I'd hear, you got a big ego. You need to deflate your ego. How about just get rid of the ego? I I really came into the knowledge of that once I became an adult and I learned about ego and all that good stuff that we learned in psychology, right? But no, actually, I have a mind. And people are making millions of dollars right now in this season of our life called mindfulness. Well, I told you, my mind meditates on the Bible. I've got some good practical common sense in the book of Proverbs. Did you ever go to it? I told you, read one a day. Hey, they have vitamins named something like that, right? Well, they work. And so do the Proverbs. The best practical common sense ever. Someone on your nerves? Yeah, read a proverb. You'd be surprised because it's wisdom. It's insight. So now what does that have to do with the Padres? I'm coming to that. We won. We. I didn't play baseball. I can barely catch a baseball. I look at those guys swinging at those pitches. I'm like, what? How do they do that? See, we watch, we observe, we criticize. Oh, we give our input. But guess what? That's what the people are doing to us on the outside that are watching us do the caregiving. They're doing the same thing. They are not at the plate. They don't have the crowds watching them in the stands, on TV, on the Internet. The pressure. We do that, don't we? We caregivers, we take in the pressure of it all, looking around, thinking about who's judging us and what they might think. And so we do all of these extra things. Who cares? My mom used to tell me all this all this stuff when I was growing up. Who cares? Is anybody paying you to think? And I didn't get that until I became an adult. Oh, but I cashed in on it now. Because regardless of your thoughts, um, yeah, they didn't really afford me much unless you're contributing wellness to my life, unless you're improving the quality of my life, unless you're bringing increase. Your thoughts are not going to do me justice they're not going to make me better, especially when they're negative. So, um, yeah, think what you want. This is what I'm doing. Now, what I, Lorraine, do is I take in thoughts that are educated, that are wise, that are enhancing, like from nurses that come by or maybe someone like a therapist who actually is trained in occupational physical therapy Ask away. Ask the question. Shame on you if you don't have them already written down. How in the world are you supposed to remember to open the door, prep the person, get them in, sit them down? Hey, hey, hey. That's a lot going on in a 45-minute assessment that you have to do. So when it's your turn for, so do you have any questions? Oh, no, I'm good. You're lying. Quit lying to yourself. You should always have questions. Why? Because you should always be ready to receive help. Let me translate what do you have any questions means from a professional? I had Chris, my producer today, pretty much give me that. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Not today. Why? Because I'm good. I really am. How do I know this from experience? I know when I'm not good. 
oh, okay, so I have something to compare to. If I was lacking, if I was in need, and he said, what can I do for you? Is there anything I can do for you? Do you need anything? And I didn't take the opportunity to tell him what I need. Shame is on me. He did his job. I didn't do my job. And what's that? To take responsibility for the opportunity to improve my own quality of life. Caregivers, shame on you if you're not taking advantage of the opportunities when your friends call and say, hey, how's it going? I just wanted to check on you. Didn't need anything. I know I'm good. You're lying. I already told you that. You always need something, caregivers. Always. I don't care if it's a Starbucks card. Did I say Starbucks? Okay, Pete's. Okay, are we getting into branding here? Never mind. Okay, yeah, choose what you want. You can buy me um a pound of coffee at the grocery store. Does that sound better? Yeah. No plugs. No shameless plugs for your favorite places right now. Yeah, okay, caregivers, listen. Whatever you do, train your brain to receive. That's the first thing. Pride does go before destruction. Arrogance will go before your failures. Uh Uh-huh. Think about it. Let's say that slowly and put it into life application. If you are proud, usually you are already in denial and rejection mode. Oh, wow. How, How is that possible? Well, pride does that to you. It puts your blinders on. I think of horses, especially the Clydesdale horses that usually would be in like Sets you 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 know Budweiser. <gasps> Does she say beer on a Christian type of show? That isn't that K praise, and she's talking about beer. See, that's what the gospel do. Go ahead, gossip. K praise. Yes, it's a Salem Broadcasting Company, a part of KPRZ. K praise. Get it? Took my cousin a while to get that. Twelve ten a.m. right here in San Diego. Oh yeah. Christian Salem, yeah. But did she say Budweiser? Yeah, I did because I have to get you to see the image. A lot of people don't even know their history, Budweiser. And all you'd see are those horses. At least that's what I saw. I saw the horses. But a lot of people don't understand that those horses, oftentimes, in order to stay on track, they had to blind out the stuff all around them on the sides because they've got some great vision. But nonetheless, what? They had to focus on what is forward and ahead to get to the destination. So if you're trying to get somewhere other than where you are, like I call it the end of the day, because I don't even try to get to tomorrow anymore. Look, the Lord gave me directives. I'm one of those ones. I try to follow the directions. I really do. I love those guys that get stuff that's new. They tear it out the box and then they assemble it. And then at the end of all that hour and 26 minutes, something's wrong. Uh, I know what's wrong. This part is missing right here. What is that? Um, It said on the directions, you've got to put this in first. And now they're upset. They're angry. They got to take it apart. Why? Because they didn't what? Read the directions. Yeah. Read the directions. I was always taught reading directions can save you so much time and energy effort. If you just take the 20 seconds, well, some of you, maybe 50 seconds. I don't know. I read past. Okay. So read the directions, at least an overview, a preview, something. That's what the Bible does. Get some directions. The directives the Lord gave me are in Matthew 6. I mean, that that right there, that whole power chapter, Matthew 6, we've talked about that before. Go to the end of the Bible in Matthew 6. That's easier to remember than making all these complicated expressions. Matthew 6 at the end. That works, right? Go to it. 
the very last scripture will say, don't, don't worry about tomorrow. It has enough worries. Some Bibles say troubles. Some Bibles even say cares of its own. And I had to look at my life and say, why are you so into tomorrow? What I've learned is that in order to have the victory that you need, you need it for today. You can hope for tomorrow. I'm all about hope. Yeah, I've been about that life since I was 17. And yeah, it's been a little while since I was 17. But nonetheless, hope, hope is the basis of faith. All you Christian people that are so just specific. Listen, I'm a Christian and I'm telling you that if you don't have hope, faith is worthless. I like Solomon's word, meaningless. It's just meaningless. What? Yes. I challenge you. If you don't like it, connect at LorraineCarroll.com. You can find that on our website, KPRZ.com. Look for my show, one that is the actual number, one of 100. And you know I'm Lorraine Carroll. I dare you to challenge me. Come on, say something. Type it out. You can always call. In the meantime, what I want you to do is think about your atmosphere, your environment, the one that you're setting up every day for your own life, let alone whoever you're caring for. Some people are multitasking caregivers, meaning they have to care for the person in need, but then there's other responsibilities. So now, what does that have to do with the Padres winning? <laughs> I just had to do that plug. You know, the Padres won, right? I don't care about last night's game, but look, the Padres one, they got to advance and they did it all in the same day. That's my favorite part. That's what I got out of watching all of those guys win the game. They're going around. They're looking around, celebrating some crying. My mom was like, why is his hair wet? I'm like, because the Padres won. He's soaking wet because he sweat. He worked hard. The Padres won. It's a big deal in San Diego. Those guys are hot. They're steaming. Their hair is soaking wet. Why? The Padres won a victory. Victory means opposite of defeat. So somebody went home a loser. Did you think about the losers in that moment of victory? Even if you're not for the Padres, like Steve, he's not for the Padres. I'm sorry. I'm pro Atlanta Braves as well. But in that moment of observation, I had to watch the Padres celebrate. I had To watch the Padres be joyous, I had to watch the Padres smile. Now, I could have turned away and just said, whatever. And I could have taken a moment to steal their joy. But guess what? Would I have really stolen their joy? Not really. Why? Because they obtained their victory. They earned it. They were in it. They obtained it. How? First of all, do we want to talk about the practices of major league sports? Um, Yeah, I have a little cousin that's made his way up to minor leagues. And those guys, that's all they live to do is practice. They literally practice all the time. But it's worth it. It pays off. See, you weren't there when I was learning how to change my mom's. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, I did. You weren't there when I was struggling through coordinating how to do this, that, and that at the same time while thinking about What could happen here? And if it does, now what? What do I stop? What comes first? See, it's the same thing for the sports team. You weren't there when they were being criticized by the pitching coach. You weren't there when they were missing the pitches. 
Yeah, just missing. See, my little cousin, when he first started right out of high school, he was a great home run hitter because in high school, that's a big deal. But when you're going to the pros, yeah, you need to be able to be strategic and you need to be able to hit that ball straight down third base. And if your coach says, hey, I need you to hit that ball straight down to third base so that we can and continue with the strategy, you've got to be able to perform. Victory oftentimes will come with performance. Wait, 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 wait. okay. Yeah, well, let's take it away from sports just for a minute. We still want to celebrate the Padres, but let's take it to theater. Um, I had the blessed privilege of going to a lot of shows growing up, a lot of shows, live performances. I don't recall going to a show ever in my lifetime where there was no applause at the end Unless they asked you not to. Now, I I didn't experience that. But people will naturally applaud after a performance, even if it was awful. Have you been to those kids, like, first grade performances where it's like, oh, my goodness, I had to sit through this for an hour? Okay, why? Because you still want to celebrate their efforts. God wants to celebrate your efforts, too, caregivers. Every day, one day at a time, celebrating what you did today. Have you celebrated what you did today? I usually celebrate myself immediately in the moment. I usually celebrate myself and say, ooh, that's nice. That's a good job. See, some people are still blaming who didn't support them, who has not called them, who won't come over to help them. My mom calls it the Sarah Bernhardt, for those of you that know who she is. If not, look her up. In the meantime, I've learned to celebrate myself. It might be that only child in me. Hey, I give myself my own applause. Ooh, yeah, look at that. You did good. So what's the difference between that and pride? That's what I just said. Celebration. There's a difference. It's all in your mindset. It's in your heart matter. Heart matter? What is that? A matter of your heart. I'm not here to judge you, but God can. Does he? He can. If you what? Let him. How do you let him? Read the Bible. Oh, so the Bible is a judge? No, no, no. The Bible gives you guidelines. It gives you support. It gives you principles to read over and say, hey, you know what? I'm doing this well. Or you know what? I could do better on that. You know what? I could just change my attitude about that. That's what the Bible does. It gives you guidelines. Now, if you want to get into how God works and the Christian thing, yeah, we could talk about it. I told you, connect at LorraineCarroll.com. You can find that right on the website, KPRZ.com, 12, 10 a.m. Now, that's for you radio listeners. For our podcasters, listen, email me. I'm telling you. We've got lots to talk about. If you have a question, how do I do this? I have people send me questions all the time, and they don't think I'm going to answer, but I do. And I really will give you life advice for your situation. Now, give me some time. Bear with me because I'm a caregiver, too. Don't forget that. I was a caregiver, worked full time. I still look at my work shift and the caregiving I did and said to myself, you did that all those years with no help? Well, kind of, yeah. So what happens? Life happens. Degeneration happens. Aging happens. Uh, My mother's genes are happening. Genes? 
not her blue jeans. I'm talking about that DNA. Yeah, on her dad's side, their hearing wasn't the best. Yeah, my uncle has that issue too. <laughs> so when my mom loses her hearing aid or it falls out in the bed and she can't hear the TV, I'm like, Mom, oh, oh, yeah. If you've got support, use it. It's the same thing when you're a caregiver. There's support out there. The Padres had support. They had coaches. And then people forget about all the other people that are supporting them. Why? Because the actual player doesn't have to take advantage of the person that collects the tickets at the stadium. Oh, okay. So the people at the park collecting tickets are support to the Padres. You think about that for a while. Because if they don't collect those tickets, how are they supposed to get in and get seated and root them on? You get it? It's coming to you now, right? Take a look at your own life. Look at the big picture. Begin to say, you know what? I've got to refocus on my victories. I've got to get a winning attitude. I can't come into this every day defeated. I've got to open the curtain sooner. Get some light in here. Even if you can't open the windows, okay, open up the curtains. Open up the sunshine. Let it come on in. Let it come on in, the sunshine. I remember I used to love that. Song It was from the Flintstones. You can look it up. The Flintstones, yeah, the cartoon, mm -hmm, let the sun shine in. I still sing it all these years later. But when I became an adult, I changed that sunshine to the S-O-N, sunshine, the S-O-N. Jesus is the light of the world. That's what he said. I believe it by faith because I'm a Christian. You can believe what you want, but I challenge you to try those scriptures. Try and see if it, it, it does it work. Uh, yeah, with what? Faith? Oh, and time. Give it time. Some of you are so impatient. Am I judging you? No, I'm calling it what it is. <laughs> I'm helping you to acknowledge your failures, your faults, that pride that won't let you say I'm impatient. Yeah, you are. Just admit it. If you don't have anybody to admit it to, admit it to God. Or write me, Lorraine Carroll, at connect at Lorraine Carroll. Dot com right here on KPRZ 1210 AM. I won't let the stresses of the world defy me, no. Oh, 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 oh. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's. Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 